Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, I'm Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast. Thanks for being here for episode number 118. As I've mentioned before, I will cease mentioning the unspringish weather in central Ohio, where I live, as soon as it becomes spring and stays spring. Well, that wasn't today, as it was quite fall-like. Overcast, windy, and about 45 to 50 degrees most of the day. It was pretty amazing, with only two days remaining in April, to see people walking around in scarves, parkas, and wool caps. It's prom season, and I saw one clearly prom-going girl in a fur coat. Guess when she bought that strapless dress, she assumed she could wear it without breaking out the winter wear? And another unseasonable day tomorrow is on tap. But the forecast is looking up for next week. Stay tuned, dear listener. I went through this cool day with my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God. As I've said before, belly up to the bar, the wine bar, and I'll tell you about this day. Serving behind a bar at the local winery where I've worked pretty much every Saturday for the past, past five plus years was where I felt God's presence the most today. Well, I've had all kinds of interesting conversations while I've poured wine for guests. A couple in particular come to mind as pretty awesome ones. There was the guy who told me all about his brother who enthusiastically hunts for Bigfoot in Southern Ohio. And then there was the software engineer who shared all about the fancy prize chickens he raises and also shows for a hobby. I learned that day more than I ever thought it was possible to know about beautiful chickens. Yet, many conversations, a surprising number of them actually, turn to faith and religion after I say, usually after being asked a few predictable questions, after I say what I do when I'm not working at the winery on Saturdays. You see, guests ask me about my work at the winery. I tell them I do it on Saturdays because I teach full-time. Then they ask where I teach. I tell them the name of the local Catholic high school where I teach. And guess what? The next logical question is, what do you teach? Well, I usually answer this honestly. I've been known, however, a time or two to answer uh, social studies, which is technically true. You see, when I give the plainest and most accurate answer that I teach religion, a door for ongoing conversation either opens or slams shut with an, oh, that's interesting, and a quick change by the customer of subject to a wine-related topic. And, you know, I don't mind this, as selling the wine is why I'm there. I do feel sometimes, for some people, I'm there to talk about God, religion, the Bible, and so forth. And today, I felt God's presence as a semi-regular customer really wanted to talk about her faith and how she worships. This woman, whom I will call by the initial G, is one I've gotten to know a bit over time. She's older, I think she said late 60s. And one time, 
I think she said she was, excuse me. I think she said she's in her late sixties one time to me. And she's very willing to engage in conversation with me when I'm behind the bar or she likes to engage with other guests who are also seated at the bar alongside of her. Today, you see, she was very down on her experience of worship at a local church, which I also know well myself. She had some mm, critiques of the community and how poorly many people engage, or should I say disengage, in the liturgy there. She was both feeling guilty for being critical of it and also doubting her own negative judgment of that faith community. I was able to reassure her that I fully understood her critiques and that my frustration with similar things at that church is why I worship elsewhere now. I felt God's presence in this conversation with G, as I could see that both my listening to her concerns and my confirmation that she had legitimate concerns that I also have about liturgy at the church, I could tell that both of these attitudes and responses by me were helpful to her. This attention seemed to mean a lot to her, and she thanked me for it as she was leaving. From my perspective, it felt like being of ministerial service, which may seem like an odd thing for me to be doing from behind a wine bar. Yet, Jesus himself was a winemaker. Remember that uh, little miracle at the wedding at Cana? And Jesus went to where the people ate and drank. It is in those places, especially gathered around a table, that Jesus taught, forgave, healed, laughed, cried, and most significantly connected deeply with others. I am grateful myself to be an ambassador of Christ from behind the bar at one little winery in one little town in central Ohio. And for this, I'm grateful. And I can say, God is good. What is the most surprising place at which you were of ministerial service to others? How did God lead you to this particular place, and how was God working through you to bring Christ's peace and presence to whom those, whomever you encountered in that place and time? Thanks for listening. Blessings and peace.